Hello everyone, welcome back to Disverse Worldwide, the UK podcast all about the Disney and Universal theme parks. We're back with Sam and Paul as always. You okay, Paul? Hi Sam, yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you just threw me then a little bit, because, uh, well, just, just before this, we probably will have cut it out, but you just asked me to do the intro. Um, so for some <laughs> reason, instead of think, <laughs> instead of listening to you, then I was thinking, what would I have said if I'd done the intro? <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like it, I should do the intro only when I'm like hijacking the episode. Um, so talking about Harry Potter to do something that that yeah that I that I've set up. Yeah, maybe when we talk about the um, what is it, the Paramount Park? Oh yeah, that's yeah. There's plenty of things that I can hijack this podcast to do. So um, before anyway. we get stuck in, just just a little bit of news. Uh, Universal's now got an official opening date. What is it? Uh, which the fifth of June. That's pretty soon. Uh, uh, so as of recording this, it's the 24th of May today. Uh, Disney World is supposed to be submitting their plans next week. So by the time this comes out, they may have been submitted, they may not, on right. when they plan to reopen. But it's thought that they're going to basically see what happens with Universal first yeah. and plan to open later. Universal oh, okay. at the moment are saying you, you must wear a mask. And if you haven't got one, we'll sell you one. Um, Isn't which is uh, bit... Disney Springs opening, though, this week? And they've got it's the already same... open. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So they've got similar rules, haven't they? You've got to wear a face mask. Yeah, and um, there's absolutely nobody going to Disney Springs at the moment because it's like 100 degrees in Florida and nobody wants to wear a mask. And, and also, a mask is only really good for about an hour and then it just if you've got anything, it just gets contaminated with that anyway. So, Yeah, but it's more about... I think it, the, the mask is about protecting other people from you, isn't it? So I think even, yeah. Though, even though, yeah, it's only really good for an hour in terms of like its protective capability, it's preventing airflow from you so even when it's not totally effective it's better than nothing it'd be interesting to see how it develops because you know so we're still due to go in september um yeah but things things like that may make us reschedule we'll have to see yeah Um, i mean it won't be ideal wearing a mask constantly but you know i'm I'm trying to work out if next year is going to be insanely busy as a result or if it's yeah. really quiet because because there's mm. obviously going to be a lot of economic fallout from this. We 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 were thinking this as well because my my fiance's convinced that um that they're going to be desperate for people to come because people just won't just won't go out. Whereas my you know they won't fly. Whereas my opinion is more that well the problem is is that your budget airlines might go under, so you're not going to have that option anyway. Um, I can't see the expensive airlines cutting any prices and I can't see Disney cutting prices because I think people, I think as you said, people will just, should, will just go that year. This isn't like, you know, the terrorist attacks or anything because that, that caused a big problem for the theme park business. Nobody wanted to fly. But I think once there's a vaccine, people will just fly. It won't be a problem. So And also a lot of people, I think 2022 may be quieter, but I think next year, a lot of people whose trips were cancelled this year may have just rescheduled it to next year. Yeah, so who knows really? Um, no one, no one knows. No one knows because no one knows when there'll be a vaccine. No one knows when the restrictions will be lifted. Like, who knows really? The, the big question for us isn't whether or not the parks are open. It's whether or not we can fly there. Mm. So I would agree. Yeah, and and if we can fly there, because do we want to fly there? Because if you're flying all that way, spending all that money for an experience that's not what you want it to be, because you can't do a lot of the things that you would like to do. Yeah. Then, you know, there's also currently a uh, two week quarantine period. If you fly into this country. Um, yeah. 
from a big list of countries, which I'm almost certain America will be on, considering they're the uh, epicenter. But um, on a positive note, we're talking about Disney today, um, and we're doing like the ultimate fast pass strategy, which I'm going to say is different to picking your favourite rides because the you're a bit limited. You're limited by your fast pass choices. Yeah, three a day, and there's tiers in most of the parks. Also, you got to be might... strategic. Yeah, because you might not necessarily fast pass your favourite ride because that might be a ride that you can get on early with no queue. Yeah. Or might be a ride that's really easy to get a fast pass on the day for. Yeah, that's why that's kind of what I've tried to plan mine around. It's I've I've got I've tried to base like a, a scientific approach where I've calculated the approximate people per hour that the ride can get through. So that's the capacity and sort of the average wait time of the ride. So I won't go through that for every one of my choices because that will get very tedious. Um, it, it makes picking the tier one easier though because you just you just go for the one that's going to have the yeah. Tier, tier one is quite easy to uh, to pick to be honest. Um, with each and one if you of don't the choices. if you don't know what we're talking about, basically every park apart from Magic Kingdom has got tiers. So of your three fast passes, you get one tier one and two tier twos. Yeah, um, <clears> but. Uh, the main, the main reason Magic Kingdom doesn't have them is because fucking every single bloody ride is popular. Yeah, and also there's only really one that stands out as being like no, I guess I guess there are other rides that can match Seven Dwarfs in terms of queue length, but oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's probably the worst, isn't it? Right. Well, which park do you want to start with then? Well, I think like, we should start with Magic Kingdom because that one, as you said, doesn't have tiers. So yeah, we could just go through that one first. So what? Uh, talk us through your. I mean, you don't have to just go straight in with the fast passes. You can give a bit of background first. You know about why you pick those. Rides, yeah. You know. So so so, there's kind of like a an approach to like a Disney day that you would do. So I'm very much a rope drop to close kind of person. Because um, yeah, I like to maximise my entire day in the park. So. When you and, and if if you're going to do one of those things, you should definitely do rope drop because you get probably a grace period of and the, so we're not counting magic hours here. This is just you know magic hours is almost like an extra an extra thing even on top of that. Um, but you get like a grace period of probably at least an hour, really probably two hours of like much shorter queues than usual before everybody turns up. Um, so you can usually bash out two or three big rides. If you get there at rope drop, I would say. Would you? Would you agree? Yeah, at least at least two or three. Yeah, easily. So um, yeah. So so having you know having said that, you have to you can be quite strategic about what you go on. Um, and my foot fast pass, I've sort of based it around that as well. Um, yeah, and it's it's so it's so my fast pass choices are kind of based on. Um, you know, the ride capacity and the average wait time, and then also taking into account that some of my choices that I haven't picked, some of my more favourite rides, I would go on first thing. Um, and maybe this will change when Tron's open. I mean, it probably will change when Tron's open, actually. Um, because I think I would head over straight to Tomorrowland first thing. Yeah. When Tron's open. Get Space Mountain and Tron done first thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I'll get into some of my choices. So, as we said, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is, without a doubt, the worst queue ride in Disney at the moment. Um, in Magic Kingdom, sorry. Like, the queue for that ride can get ridiculous. Uh, the average wait time is apparently about three hours. 
which is it's just crazy. Um, and the last time we went to Magic Kingdom, the only time I've ever been on this ride, we didn't have a fast pass, and we went there straight from rope drop, and we still queued for about twenty minutes. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know if you're going to say you're going to do this, but I think going for seven dwarfs in rope drop is a waste of rope drop. Yeah, that's that's what that's the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah, that's the point I'm making. It's it's a waste, waste of your rope drop. Um, so that's why it's on my fast pass list instead. Do you want to say one, or shall I just say all three? Sorry, I lost a bit of connection. Then, yeah, I mean, uh, should we? Do you want to lay out your three, or um, yeah, yeah, exp- yeah, just go for that. Um, yeah, so yeah, as you said, seven dwarves is a wasty rope drop, so it's a good fast pass option. The queue gets ridiculous, so just leave it to later in the day. You got a fast pass. You only really need to go on it once, I think, unless you've yeah. got small small children. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a I think it's an essential fast pass to secure to save, especially if you're a completionist and you want to do all the rides. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not my favorite ride, um, but you know. No, no, me neither. It is fun though. It is fun. Okay, so then my other choices are Space Mountain is one of them. Uh, now Space Mountain is a very good rope drop ride, so you can go there first thing. Yeah. Um, but I like to go on Space Mountain more than once, so get it on as fast pass. Always popular ride, average weight about two hours. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Great ride, gets through, you know, 2,000 people or so an hour, which is, you know, not small, it's quite a lot actually. Um, but that's kind of like, you need to kind of decide, that's what your fast pass can also be for, like deciding what you want to go on twice as well, if you know where you're going to go first thing. Um, so then my last one is Peter Pan's Flight. Um, and again, that's purely based on, you know, the queue length that it can get up to. It's a very popular ride. You know, you can, you know, get get queues of over two hours for a, you know. And it's six, not a nice queue to stand in either because a lot of it is outdoors, not there conditioned. There is some of it outdoors, yeah. Uh, but it's also really low capacity, Peter Pan. It's only 700 yeah. people an hour. Uh, so to put into comparison, Haunted Mansion, which isn't on my, on my list, can go through 3,000 people an hour. So the queues are never going to get ridiculous. And I've definitely queued up like in peak time for Haunted Mansion. And you might wait an hour or a bit. I mean, I'm sure you can wait longer. You know, it's very difficult to say what the wait time is going to be for any of these rides because it always depends on what day you go in and what time of year, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I've just kind of done like an average. Um, so, yeah, so they're my three choices. Seven so my... Doors, Mine Train, Peter Pan's Flight, Space Mountain. My um, science behind this is a little bit different. It does take into account what's good in rope drop, but also the fact that apart from the really big popular rides, we found on the day fast passes for all these rides time and time again. Um, I don't know if that's normal. Yeah, it's got to be. Do that. It's got to be the day. I, I mean, this is the thing and the time of year and stuff. Because I'm kind of talking about fast pass plus, where I booked these fast passes, you know, however long yeah. in advance, three months. Yeah, and, and you, you know, I guess you don't know you're going to get those on the day, so you just pick the ones that you have to go on. Um, so yeah, for similar reasons, I'm, my first pick for Magic Kingdom is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, and I'd, I would do the same as you, get in at Rope Drop. I'd go straight to Space Mountain. I'd get on the things like Space Mountain. I'd maybe do the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway while I'm over there, uh, Buzz Lightyear, that kind of thing. Or skip over to something like Pirates of the Caribbean, um, get that yeah. done. But that never yeah. really gets much of a queue anyway. Um 
But my other two choices are The Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because that is as much of a must-do. I know I, I love Space Mountain, but if I've been on that first thing in the morning, I, I'm, I'd be happy with that. You can miss it, okay. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily have to ride it twice. Um, and then I can't choose between Splash Mountain or Peter Pan's Flight for my third choice. Um, Splash Mountain has a single rider. Yeah. Which is kind of what... That's kind of... I'm trying to take a lot of these things into account. So, it's it's for me, it's about... You're going to end up waiting in some queues, probably, uh, depending on the time of year you go. You're almost certainly going to wait in some queues. So, what queue can you wait in? You know, uh, yeah. what's, what's the least bad queue to, to wait in? Yeah, I think I'll go so, with Peter Pan, because you can also... Peter Pan is easily, not... It's you not can fairly easily find it on, on, on the day fast pass for um, Splash Mountain anyway. Yeah, and like, I would say, I would argue that Haunted Mansion is not a bad wait. It's not a bad queue. Um, and I would also argue that Splash Mountain is also not too bad. And you can um, probably get on Splash Mountain later on in the day with less yes, of a queue. So yes. I'm, yeah, so I'm going to go with Seven Dwarfs, um, Haunted Mansion and Peter Pan's Flight. Okay. That's mine. Good. So almost the same, but yeah, slightly different. very similar. Should yeah, I mean, to, um... uh, again, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue so much against something like. I wouldn't really argue against many of those choices. Like, I mean, you can't really go wrong. I mean, I've picked uh, Space Mountain, but if I'm going back to Magic Kingdom multiple times in a trip, then you know, I probably. I love go, the queue for Space Mountain as well. So. Yeah, it's a good queue, which you do miss a bit if you go on the fast pass queue. Should anyway, hop on, should we hop on the monorail to Epcot? Yep, do that. This one was really easy for me because there isn't really much there. No, there's not a lot there. Um, so what? So, so what, what was your tier one choice? Because I think there's only two choices. There's four choices now. Uh, is including, there? Uh, including Epcot Forever is apparently a tier one fast pass. So oh, oh, oh. So there's, you don't there's waste, that. You don't waste your uh, tier one fast pass on bloody show. Yeah. There's that. There's Soarin', uh Test Track. Oh, and yeah, Froze, Frozen Ever After. My choice is Frozen Ever After. My choice is Frozen Ever After. Listen, listen. I chose I chose Test Track when we went there last time. We, we we decided to go to Epcot for one day, and we actually ended up going on everything because Tier One fast passes, apart from Test Track, aren't that hard to get on the day. So we got on the day for Frozen, on the on the day for Soaring. Yeah. Uh, none of them get big queues really, but yeah. I thought Test Track was really underwhelming. Yeah, uh, it's not like a ride. I thought Soaring was also very underwhelming. But yeah, I that's really not enjoyed, like a ride. <laughs> I really enjoyed Frozen. I don't mine, know why. Well, mine again isn't isn't. It, it, it's all about. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking wait times into account here. I mean, it's. But I. I think that Frozen. So Frozen, I've never been on because it used to be Maelstrom, um, and I have been on Maelstrom, and I thought it was really boring. Um, yeah. But I have watched videos for Frozen. It does look like they've spiced it all quite nicely. It's um, good, but it's very short, which is another reason it's a good thing to get a fast pass for. We enjoyed it, but that's yeah, that's the, I think that's the it. other thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like you know what you're going to be disappointed for after waiting for, and I think that if you wait for it, you're going to be a bit disappointed because it is really short. So yeah, again, it's like a, you can get crazy weights on this ride, crazy weights. Yeah, whereas Test Track's got a really interactive queue, so there's stuff to do in that, and Soren never really has a wait anyway, so. Yeah, I mean it's really high capacity soaring, isn't it? So they can yeah. fit a load of people in there. So yeah, I think Frozen, Frozen, I think would be the best recommendation there. I mean, I have I have had a look at um, a look at some guides of what they would recommend to do, and a lot of them suggest just go to Frozen first thing in the morning 
and pick a different fast pass choice. Yeah. Um, and quite a lot of them seem to suggest that. So, yeah, I mean, I thought that was quite an odd choice, actually, because that would mean that you're going straight to the World Showcase in the morning, because that's where Frozen is. It's in the Norway p- Pavilion, which I thought was quite odd because there's not really many attractions around there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think all this is tied is that because of the World Showcase, um, Epcot really sort of holds its capacity quite well. There's never really big queues for anything because... Half the people who are exploring the world showcase and eating and drinking while the other half are yeah. sort of bringing the rides. But you so. would think you would think that the world showcase, you'd, a lot of people will save that for the afternoon. I mean, I know that's what we did. We did the rides and stuff in the morning, and then yeah. later on, went around the world showcase. Yeah, we that's what we did. We um we did all the rides first. Um, well, let's say we did all the rides apart from we thought we we did everything apart from Frozen, but we managed yeah. to get a late afternoon fast pass for that. So then we went from. The other side of the world showcase by imagination, journey into imagination, and went mm-hmm. around the world showcase that way and finished up at Frozen towards the end. Cool, um, and also Grand Fiesta Boat Tour, which I, I really liked. That was good. Um, well, my, my tier twos then uh, Mission Space, yeah, uh, and Living with the Land. Oh, okay, that's not my other choice. Well, I mean, I, I Spaceship Earth space, is my it's, it's a choice. choice. It's, it's just a choice of like Spaceship Earth, which I got a bit bored on, or Living with the Land that I got a bit bored on. Yeah, I would say Spaceship Earth is... A, I mean, I, I guess I am also being a bit like, if I'd never been to Epcot, would I want to go on the ride that's inside the big ball? Yes. Yeah, if it's your first time at Epcot, it's got to be Mission Space. I mean, now I've been on it. I'm, no, Spaceship Earth I'm talking about. That's right, that's what I mean. I mean Spaceship yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually now it's getting a refit, it might, it might warrant a fast yeah, pass still, choice because it'd be interesting to see be, what it's like. Still probably going to be rubbish then, isn't it? Uh, and that is definitely sacrilege to a lot of people, by the way. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't care who I'm a fan. It's rubbish. Boring. Epcot's it rubbish. Is, yeah. Well, I think because we haven't got the nostalgia. <laughs> Rip it up and start again. P- people who love Mission um, Spaceship Earth are the people mm. who've been on it since the '80s, I think. Yeah. It's terrible. It's good that they're redoing everything. I don't know. I enjoyed living with the land because. I just like the fact we were there during the Food and Wine Festival and it was interesting to see all the stuff that we're going to be eating was like growing yeah, there. It's really bad. And it was just, just a nice little nice little boat trip. I enjoyed it. I oh, know, it's a bad ride. The only thing I'll say about it is it's a ride. <laughs> That's the one compliment <laughs> I'll give it. I um, mean, the, uh, outside of Frozen, Test Track and Mission Space, there isn't really much I'd go to Epcot for other than going to eat and drink. Yeah, I mean, the World, the world Showcase is, is pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, that is its main attraction, I would argue. Yeah, I would argue that as well. Um, well, should we, a... should we skip on ahead of um, Epcot then? I think that's going to be a much tougher one to do in a couple of years' time when all the new stuff is open. Yeah, hopefully. Um... I mean, I could have picked Remy's Ratatouille Adventure for the Tier 1 Fast Pass. but that's Is that what it's going to be? So is it going to be Tier I, I 1? would be very surprised if it wasn't Tier 1, yeah. Right, okay. New, that seems to be the thing now. New rides open as Tier 1. So. Yeah, which is weird, really, because Remy's kind of like a small ride, really. I mean, it's, you know, it's cool and stuff, but it's quite a small Novelty, thing. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so what's uh, what park should we go to next? Uh, don't mind. Animal well, Kingdom? Yeah, we'll go to Animal Kingdom. Um, the easiest tier one pit yeah. you could... Yeah. yeah. I, I looked up what the tier ones were and I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so people... your choice is a flight of passage on Navi River Journey. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. You can get on the day fast passes for Navi River Journey. Yeah, but you just cannot get in for flight of passage. And if you're booking your fast passes, the first thing you should do, let's say you're going for a week, is look at which day is going to be the latest day that you're going to Animal Kingdom and get that fast pass before you get anything else. 
get your flight of passage, pass, fast pass. It's still the hardest one to get. Um, so yeah, flight of passage. Why, so what, so wait, easily. why 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 would you say that? Because um, the the best way to do fast passes is to get the hard ones to get first, and then right. go back, work backwards from there. So don't just go right on the first day we're going in here. On the second day we're going here. So by the time you get to day four or five, all the good fast passes are gone. Mm. You have to have a basically a plan of like. Monday we're going to this park, Tuesday we're going to this park, and always book your flight of passage fast pass for the latest date possible. Because, Why the latest date? Because there'll be people who's who have already booked that a couple of days before because their stay, their sixty day window overlaps with your sixty day window, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. That's it's some good advice, everyone. So Listen let's say this. let's say you, you you're booking I'm six listening. days. I'm making notes. <laughs> Let's say you're booking six days in advance, so you're staying yeah. for a week. I've somebody may have, yeah. somebody may have been able to log on two days ago, but yeah, they're staying for two I've weeks, and so they can get those fast passes, and you can't. But can, the latest, so on, the latest but day possible. On the system, though, can't wouldn't you be able to see that? Because when if you're booking with Disney, you can book your entire stay sixty days in advance, can't you? Um, yeah. So wouldn't you just be able to see what's available and what's not for your entire stay? Uh, what do you mean? You have to do it. You have to do it fast pass by fast pass day. Um, so. Oh right. So you don't yeah. just. Have, I've never been on the system, so I don't know. So what, what you do like. is you, you log into my Disney experience. You select a day. You select a park, and then you, and then it shows you which fast passes are available. So you select right. you, you, you select a day, select a park, select a time window, and the fast okay. passes pop up for that. Okay. So, so you have cool. to do it day, day by day. So so but, something that I was wondering about um, was what time slots you would recommend to be booking these fast passes I'd, I'd say try and get your fast passes starting at about 10 a.m finishing by about 1 2 p.m yeah because you want to have time for you to get more fast passes in the afternoon yeah um, you're on on the day fast passes. on the day fast passes but you also need to give yourself time in the morning to go to some stuff when you get hit rope drop there's no yeah, point, if, if no you're point fast getting a fast between, pass then is there yeah if you're fast passing between eight and ten you're wasting them complete waste of time so, um well, is yours? I take it your tier one is flight of passage as well. It is. It is flight of passage. Yeah, I did think about you know taking the person saying river journey, but <laughs> I think we'd all know that I was uh, joking. Yeah, I mean it's flight fun. of passage. The queues for flight of passage I've seen are absolutely ridiculous. Like it can reach to fucking four hours to yeah, just to get incredible. on flight of passage, which is insane. So I can imagine this is the sort of ride where you would fast pass it and then never go on it again. That's what I did. Well, there you go. Yeah. So this is like a. This is I would say out of everything that we've said so far, this is a must fast pass. And if I'll do you... the same again in September if we still go. Yeah. I mean, we're still we're still going to book our fast passes, and I'm going to make sure we get a flight of passage one. Yeah. No, um, I I think this is an absolute must fast pass, uh, flight of passage. So um, what are your tier twos? Yeah, this is an interesting one. One of mine I mean, is one... very time time dependent. One of them is a no-brainer for me, which is Expedition Everest. Yeah, that's one of mine as well. Also, I mean, you can go on it four or five times in um, rope drop, but it doesn't matter. It's You always want to go back on it, so yeah. Yeah, you always want to go back on it. We managed to do it quite a few times when we went, and we just did the standard queue, I think. Oh, no, we must have had, we'd have had one fast pass for it, and then we'll have done queues. Yeah, in um, the morning, you can just get on, get off, get on, get off, get on, get off. Yeah. There's nobody we did, there. We definitely did quite a few rides in it. It's such, I think it's because it's, it's tucked quite far away on the back, so people get distracted and go stop by dinosaur and stuff like that on the way. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, yeah, so I would never use it on dinosaur um, because I don't think the queue for dinosaur ever gets that long. On the day, um, fast pass is really easy to get for dinosaur as well. Yeah. Um, so, my other choice is Kilimanjaro Safaris. 
my choice as well. And I think you have to do it in a, in the morning. Um, about 10 a.m. would be a good time. So the animals the, the, are knocking about. Yeah, yeah, the later it gets, the hotter it gets. The animals are a lot less active. So, I, I mean, you can even it's even a good one to hit in rope drop, actually. Um, but I would definitely go yeah, with that for about 10 a.m. Yeah. Cause I mean, Cal- Calais River Rapids is there as well, but that's, yeah. You don't need fast a pass. fast pass for that, do you? No. No, it's, it, it, I do enjoy that ride, but yeah, no need to fast pass that. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, I mean it is it is very much like a risk reward system with the fast passes, I think. Um yeah. And you do are, you do you are playing like a balancing act. Um and it you know, it is if you've, sometimes you've got to to try and spread yourself out a bit more, you've got to take that risk of not necessarily having your favorite ride on a fast pass. Um if you want to make yourself make sure that you can get to more, you know, spread yourself, try more things, try more rides, you know. Yeah. Well, I, that was quite an easy one then, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, there's not now, much there, really. <laughs> the hardest one, which is the one we're doing next, the last one, is Hollywood Studios. And it, I think it's difficult because it has... This is well easy I for think, me. Three, t- three tier one attractions, I think. Yeah. So, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, yeah. Slinky Dog Dash, and yeah. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I found yeah. it very difficult to choose. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Again, this is a this this was this is quite tricky actually. Um, this is quite tricky because again, when you're thinking about kind of the length of queue, I think Slinky Dog might be the. Wo- I might change my choice actually. So what I've written is is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, Same because I've not been on it yet. That's the, yeah. That's the only logic of picking that because yeah. Length so I've, I've not been on Slinky it. Slinky Dog it looks... is the most important one to get. I well, well yes, because we but... this is what I was. Re- so I was just rethinking now, <laughs> rethinking, and I actually have rethought that. Well, Slinky Dog always has a really massive queue, and the queue's all outside, so it's a horrible queue to do. The thing is, though, with Slinky Dog is, don't go in rope drop. Everyone goes there. But towards the end of the night, you can get on with it. Everyone short goes way. there. It's fucking Galaxy's Edge. People still, people still flock to Slinky Dog first thing in the morning. Yeah, you haven't been when Thingy's there. open though. Oh no, but I've been looking at the wait times and stuff because I was quite interested. And both that and Millennium Falcon sit about a ninety-minute wait first thing in the morning. It's basically people who are waiting to get on Rise of the Resistance, so they've probably gone in, booked the virtual queue, and are wondering what to do. Um, but Slinky Dog, you can get on, still get on at the end of the night with not much of a wait. Are they still doing the virtual queue? Oh, bloody hell! Yeah. I want them to stop doing that because this system really confuses me. Well, I'm sticking with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because I've not been on that. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's really tough because I'd want to go. I, I think what I might do is that I might go to that at Rope Drop and then I would save Slinky Dog for later, and I would do yeah. that. Do that as my yeah. I'm going to change mine to Slinky Dog. It does make sense as, well, because if, if you fast pass Slinky Dog. You, you you are walking past a lot of very sweaty individuals who are stood out in the sun. Yes. It's one of those ways sort of you're standing and you're waiting to get to the next point where there's a fan. And actually, now I'm thinking about it even more strategically, if I do Mickey and Minnie's one away railway at rope drop, so I do that, everybody goes over to Star Wars and Oh shit, in this in this thought I don't get to go on Rise of the Resistance or <laughs> Yeah, see, Millennium Falcon really oh! all, all up in the air because you're like, well, God's sake, 
Because I was thinking then fast pass for that as well. Because I was thinking then you could do Runaway Railway and then you could go over and do Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster while everybody else is on the other side of the park, which works great if <laughs> you know that you're going to get to go on uh, Rise of Resistance and Millennium Falcon. I mean, Rise of Resistance is guaranteed if you get in and get your virtual queue. Well, that's it though. Then you've got to go there first, though, haven't you? Well, potentially. Or do you not? Depends or do you not have time. to? Depends on your time slot, doesn't it? Well, when do you get your time slot? No idea. <laughs> um, I know that it's it's not it's not as bad a system as it is over in California because in California, what happens is that you have to log on at a time. I think in I think in Florida, it is first come first serve. Yeah. In California, it's not you, like that. It's it just kind of like, until you've gone through the gate as well. You can't book it while you're still waiting to get into the park. You have to get through the gate. Yeah, I think that's why it's better than in California because technically you actually don't need to be in the park to do it. And um, obviously the tier two is easier for me. It was Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, even though you can get on those yeah, with no super, wait first thing super, in the morning. Super easy. Um, but um, I, I will never turn down a chance to go on Tower of Terror no. or Rock and Roller Coaster. Now... I've not picked Millennium Falcon for the tier one because I've done that and I think I've done that in the, in the best way possible. Um, and also that strikes me as something that, one, it's got a single rider and mm. two, you might be able to get an on-the-day fast pass for that. Um, yeah. I, th- I might I, be wrong. I think, I think yeah, the single rider thing did make a difference for me, not picking it. Um, Slinky Dog, you make a good point, the queue's outside. But I still feel like you can get on that later on in the day, sort of t- towards park close. And get on that without much of a wait, and it's so yeah. I think because it's a new ride, I think it's always going to attract a bigger queue. I'm going to go with Mickey and his Runaway Railway for my two. Yeah, I think that's fine. I can't, I can't argue with that, considering that is what I've got as my actual choice, and I've just changed my mind. <laughs> okay, well that was easy. Yeah, it was quite easy. You just have to make sure you get them now. Um, I think we should actually finish with that. A couple of tips on what to do. Um, yeah. So we've talked about this quite a few times and a lot of other people have, but basically if you stay off property, you can book these 30 days in advance, but you have to do it each day. Whereas if you're staying on property, not necessarily in a Disney hotel, there's lots of partner hotels that also have these benefits. Um, the Hilton, Bonnet Creek is where we're staying. We found that out that that's the case. Yeah, Although the dining isn't the same. You can book 180 days in advance, but you have to do it day by day for the dining as if you're staying off property. Whereas if you're on property, you get that bigger window. It's only the fast passes that you get the um, the extra access to. Yeah. Um, so the Disney hotels still have the priority. So if you want to go to Royal Table or be our guest, it might be harder to book that unless you're staying at an actual Disney hotel. But yeah, you get them six days in advance. They're usually open at 7 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, usually about 11 a.m. or midday here in the UK. Um and you get on then, and then it's a, it's a bit of it's a free for all. But actually, if you have everything in place, it's not the most difficult thing to do. You just need to know which ones you're going to prioritize. So the tier ones that we talked about today, get those first. Um, and if you want to make sure you try and guarantee getting those, try and book them on the latest days possible because more of those fast passes will be available. And then work back all the tier two fast passes we've talked about. You, you probably won't struggle to get those. You can probably still get those thirty days out. Yeah. Um, so get your tier one first. So I just think we'll just run down it. My choices for Magic Kingdom were Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So that's the, one of the first ones you should try and get. Um, Pirates of the Car- not Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. Peter Pan's Flight and Haunted Mansion. Um, for Epcot, it was Frozen Ever After, 
um, which maybe third or fourth on your list would be to get that one. Mission space. So you, so you know, so sorry, Sam. So you know yeah. how you're saying that should be third or fourth on your list. Yeah. Like, th- I think this is kind of what is confusing me a little bit. So it's like if you're logging on at say seven a.m. in yeah. the morning, you go on the you go on the My Disney Experience. Mm-hmm. So you've got your days, you've got your days all lined up. Yeah. Are you literally saying that it's so it's going to go so quickly that you have to literally have planned, say, right, I'm going to Magic Kingdom on Monday, Animal Kingdom Tuesday, blah, 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 and then go, right, say, Flight of Passage, that needs to be first. Right, we're going to Animal Kingdom on the Friday. Click on the Friday, get Flight of Passage, that's booked in, and then move down your list in terms of priority. Are you saying that they go so so quick that you need to have that sort of priority list in your head? Yeah, they can do. I had a spreadsheet. I had a spreadsheet and I had like, so it would say, I'll, I'll finish the list and I'll go through it. So um, just Sorry, to quickly yeah. finish that off, Animal Kingdom, it was Flight of Passage, which should be the first one that you go for. Yeah. Um, Kilimanjaro Safaris and Everest. And then for Hollywood Studios, it's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, followed by um, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. So what I would do is my list would be, I would have uh, top priorities at the, at the top of the list and it would be in order of which ones I'm going to get first. So I'd probably still have Flight of Passage at the top. Yeah, I would probably have Runaway Railway, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and Frozen. And so what I would do is I would log in. I would say, okay, I'm going to Animal Kingdom on the Thursday. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get Flight of Passage booked. Okay, my next one is uh, Runaway Railway. I'm going to Hollywood Studios on the Wednesday. So let's go for the Wednesday. There's Runaway Railway, book. And so you're sort of jumping back right, to the okay. Once you've got those really difficult ones to get, you then can go more day by day to try and complete those days. Sure, um, sure. Okay. So you don't need ha- to get all three on one day at a time. You can just keep going back and changing it. Yeah. So it's a good, it's just a good, a good idea to have an idea of, I said idea a lot then. It's good to know which days you want to get those really difficult ones for. So I had my really important fast passes and then I just had a list of other ones that I could stick on a number of different days. Because um, obviously you can you can book your three, but they have to be in the same park. So yeah. we had let's say we've got let's say we're, we're taking two trips to Hollywood Studios, and on one oh, day that's, I guess that's pass. quite an important thing to say. You can only have one park per day, can't you? Yeah, and say we've we've got two trips to Hollywood Studios. On one day we've got Slinky Dog booked. Another day we've got Runaway Railway booked. Then when it comes to doing the tier twos, you can just sort of pick and choose as as you don't need really need to be as rigorous with the dates for that because you'll always find those fast passes it's just when it comes to those really popular rides you need to know what date you want to get them yeah uh, i've got you so i think your list is basically the same as mine wasn't it except for magic kingdom yeah. you'd swapped it's Haunted i've got Mansion for space mountain yeah uh epcot i've got spaceship earth instead of uh living with the land i think everything else is the same apart yeah. from my well i said stinky dog dash instead of runaway railway but i did originally have runaway railway so yeah cool Not so yeah that was it and um i hope we explained how to get your fast passes maybe it is um, quite a stressful system really like you do have to be properly prepared i already know right now and i wonder if she can hear me hannah is going to be furious with this system because basically what it means is that we're going to have to do what i said we were going to have to do where we plan out every day <laughs> which park we're going to she's going to be fuming. you have to yes you've got to <laughs> yeah i know well i well that's what i thought but it's it's perhaps even more rigorous than i uh even anticipated um it, it makes for much but you have a great time when you get there because you've already done the stress of the planning 
So the days yeah. just seem to just flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly. And it's not a coincidence. It's just because you've put all that time into planning. Yeah. And I guess that um, something we should say as well that we might have mentioned, but you know, we'll say for sure that once you've used your three fast passes in one day, you're free to check on your phone and see what else is there. Uh, and as far as I know, I think you can book ones for the parks that you're not in. Yeah, you can. You can go to another park. So, I mean, you're there, so if you park hopping, September. you can do that. Yeah, one of our plans for September is we're at Animal Kingdom in the morning because we're going to Tusker House for breakfast. And we're not going to book any fast passes for then because we're going to rope drop until 10, go for breakfast, and then go to Magic Kingdom and we're going to have our fast passes booked for Magic Kingdom instead. There you go. There you go. I was just going to see if I could find the actual original document, but I think I got rid of it. But we used a spreadsheet, basically. Yeah. And so I had I had an empty spreadsheet. Each day was written at the top with three blank fast passes. And as I got them, uh, my partner filled in what fast pass we'd got for what day. It's going to be even worse if... Uh, and and I, had a, I had this list of fast passes, and as, as I was getting them, she was ticking them off to make sure we got every single one that we wanted. Very good. So, I, I coordination. I still want uh, fl- uh, Rise of the Resistance to be fast passed when by the time I go, but it'll make that choice in Hollywood Studios even more difficult than it already. Well, no, it won't actually. No, it'll, it'll, just make, be, make, it'll just be Rise of the Resistance will be the choice. And they will make Smugglers Run Tier Two. When yeah, that they would do. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, that was our fast pass strategy. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think as well on Twitter, disverse underscore w, Instagram, disverse underscore worldwide, disverse worldwide at gmail.com. But, yeah, until next time, uh, you guys try and enjoy yourselves with this current Disney-free, theme park-free life that we live at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. Yeah, I mean, as soon as we can, I'm going to try and get to a UK theme park. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time, and take care of yourselves. See you later. Bye-bye.